you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Did you know, church, that when you praise, you prophesy something into being? Our Bible says that when we praise, we can break chains. Our Bible says that when we praise, we can bring about a spirit that shakes the very foundations of the issues we're facing. Come on, that's what our praise can do. That's who we are. Come on, let's just lift them up for a bit more. Now for every victory, I'll praise you. Cause your spirit lives in me, I'll praise you. Thank you, Jesus. Your on me. Let's praise him, we get into the words, something I forgot to do earlier. If you're a visitor with us this morning, and this is your first time to Equippers, um, you're a special guest of ours, and you would have received a piece of chocolate and a connection card as you walked in the door. Please do fill that in, because it's our way of remaining connected with family in Christ, and, and we'd also like to shout you a coffee straight after the service. So make sure you hand it in to a host um, before you leave today, and, and we'll make sure that like, we, we shout you a coffee. Awesome. We'll do that. Hey, my privilege this morning, just remain standing for a moment to invite one of my favourite people in the entire world up to preach. It's his first full message this morning. And I just believe that God's gonna do something phenomenal, not just today, but in his life as a result of being able to get up here to speak the Word of God. We are a responsive church, so make sure you respond, make sure you encourage. When one person claps, we all clap. Let's practise that. There we go. Just the Word of God. Give Derek a hand this morning. Awesome. Are we all doing good today? Awesome. Who's had a good holiday? I had a good, I had a good holiday until it ended uh, last Monday. Who, who's, who's still on holiday? Sort of. First day back at work tomorrow? Oh, I feel sorry for you. You'll feel like I did last week, full of joy and just living the dream. <laughs> you get tired of having free time and all that sort of stuff, so you just got to go back to work. <laughs> Nah, it's all good. You got to, it's got to be done. Hey, it's, a, it's actually a real privilege for me to be able to speak today. So thank you very much for the opportunity. Everybody, you guys are awesome. So today, as, as Yannicka mentioned last week, um, we're speaking on the topic of our favourite bit of Scripture, favourite bit of verse. So I do have a little uh, bit of an apology to make. I had trouble nailing it down to just a, a, a single scripture in that as well. There's so many good ones in the Bible, so you gotta forgive me for that. But there's a couple um, that I have today, and I generally, I have a type, so um, I generally always go back to those scriptures about encouragement and you know where God um, just, uh, just uh, talks about not fearing. Sorry, I'm really tripping over my words already, but yeah. So it, my first verse is in Joshua 1 verse 9. Uh, at this time, uh, this is when Joshua had just taken over leading the Israelites and Moses had not long passed and God's just encouraging him um, 
about the visions that he has. So it goes like this. Uh, it says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you everywhere you go. You know, it's just, I think that's just such an encouraging scripture how God actually, He promises us that He'll be with us everywhere we go. Um, do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you everywhere you go. Yeah, we should be encouraged by that. And I mean, today, like if you're a normal person, which I think there's a few here, uh, maybe, you're gonna come across a few uh, stumbling blocks, a few um, things we're gonna trip over, some challenges, you know, life happens. So I just think it's awesome to be able to come back to these verses and just keep refreshing ourselves, keep like building ourselves up and yeah. Because I mean, we get, we get challenges, doubts, we've got stuff in our life that we long to overcome as well. Like I'm, I'm sure every person here has got something that uh, you're working through with God. And I mean, through all this, like we can take courage in what God says and what He promises. And I, I, don't, think, I don't think we're designed to doubt ourselves, to be unconfident in, our, in, in who we are and, and who God is. I think that sometimes, like I'm not saying that that's you guys, but I know for myself, sometimes we can end up relying on our own abilities, our own skills, just a bit much. And that's where we find our worth. That's where we find our, like our joy and all that through by what, what, we, what we can do ourselves. And like we try to find our confidence and security in that. You know, and, and who knows that that's not really viable in the long, in the long run. So. We, um, we try to find confidence and answers in our skills and abilities. Has anyone ever uh, been through a stage where they found themselves, you, you found yourself, um, your happiness was sort of reliant on how good you were at a certain thing or how well you did this week or how well, and you just find yourself like you're on a high one week because you were awesome. Who knows that no one's perfect? The next week you'll be down in the gutter because, you know, that's just the way it goes. And if that's what our, um, our faith and our confidence is reliant on, like, it's just it's not going to work. Because um, I know for myself, like, when I was a teenager, which is actually starting to become a few years ago now, so it's a bit of a worry. <laughs> anyway, I, I think that every teenager, you know, they're a bit weird. Uh, they go through stages where they like have to find their confidence, where they're picking up who they are and stuff like that. And, and I know for myself, I, I sort of, you know, I used to be a little bit insecure. You know, you'd worry about the silliest stuff. Someone looked at you sideways and you'd be like, oh, they, they hate me. What have I done wrong? But anyway, you, you start to find, uh, get a bit of confidence up. And for me, I sort of started playing sports and, and sort of rugby first became that sort of thing. But that sort of became my confidence like how well I did on the Saturday was how confident I felt for the week. So I'd have, a, I'd have a good game. I wasn't a great rugby player, I'm not saying that at all, but I'd have a good game and then I'd be like on a high and I'd be like, yeah, life's good. And then the next week I'd have a bad game and I'd like be in the, in the dumps. And literally, literally it took me getting back to, like I might have a few weeks of that, it took me all the time once I had a good game again. I was like, oh yeah, I'm the man again. And you, and you might not know this about me, but when I was a teenager, I was like hardcore into skating, yeah. skateboarding. It was awesome. I lived and breathed it. When I wasn't doing it, I was watching YouTube on it. So. And um, I sort of started finding my confidence in that as well. But the problem there was I wasn't that good. So those were dark times. <laughs> Actually, when I was 13, I fell off my skateboard and broke my arm. And all the, all the scooter boys were there laughing at me. So that's a serious problem. But it's this, all this stuff, it's good. Like, we've got to get out there. We've got to, we've got to live life. We've got to do these things. But it's not, it can't be a foundation to where we find our joy, where we find our happiness, you know. 
If we want it to actually become fulfilling, if we want that thing we love to do to become fulfilling, we need to actually hand it over to God and um, let Him work with it and through it. And let Him shape it to what what He can use it for. Because I know every little thing, even if we think it's small, God can use it for greater things and build on it and stuff like that. And, And when we hand it over to God, that's when that sort of stuff starts happening. So, yeah, cool. Actually, I might just pray, and then I'll, I'll get into my first point. God, thank you for today. Lord, we thank you for um, just the privilege to be in your house, God. I thank you for every person here, Lord. I pray that today it's your words, not my own. And God, I pray that in this place we can just be fulfilled, uh, we can receive breakthrough. And God, we lift up your name. And you've already said, amen. amen. So, my first point, it might be pretty obvious, but for us to achieve our goals and to receive breakthrough in our lives in whatever area we want, we need to actually first off shift our focus. So shift your focus. If you want to write it down, write it down. Um, we need to shift our focus from what we're doing to what God's doing and what God's got for our lives. Um, I've got a scripture in Hebrews uh, 12. I'm going to read from 1 to 3. And I don't have an iPad, so I'm not that flash, but I'll get there. Uh, verse 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer, the perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him to consider him who endured such opposition uh, from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and not lose heart. I love it in verse two where it says, fix our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of faith. You know, it takes faith to actually set our eyes and shift our focus to God. And God, who consider him who enjoyed, uh, not enjoyed, endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and not lose heart. I mean, we have to set our eyes on God if we don't wanna lose heart, if we wanna keep focus on him. So it's real good. I mean, like I talked about before, often we fall into a self-focused mindset. Uh, we, we fall into that inward sort of um, focus. We find our confidence in ourselves. I know for myself, I, I'm, I'm working on it, but you know, no one's perfect. I, I, can be, I can worry about stuff quite a bit. Like I find myself, um, if I got something coming up, whether at work, whether it's for church, whatever, whatever puts you out of my comfort zone, sometimes I can, I, like ask Zoe, I can be real set-minded. I can just be concentrated on one thing and I'm sort of like, oh, until that's done, I'll get it out of the way and then we'll be good. But you know, um, but if we're thinking like that, sometimes you can even go to the thought of worst case scenario. I don't know if you find yourself there, saying like worst case scenario. Instead of, but instead of doing that, we should really be um, letting it be God's scenario and how He can how He can shape it and relaxing into things that He has for us. And I think that's just um, something we can probably all work on. And and it's a habit that you need to break. You know, you 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 set your eyes on what what can I do? What can I achieve? But really, we can't achieve much without God. So that's the thing. We need, to try, we need to change where we find our worth. And um, yeah, so Zoe and I were talking about this the other day, actually, and Zoe's real wise. And uh, we were talking about a time um, when, um, well, we were talking about a time when we, we actually found sort of confidence in ourselves. I'm not even talking about in God yet, but that time where you sort of weren't worried about what everyone thought of you around you, and you sort of stepped into that part of your life where you're like, actually, I'm confident in who I am. I'm confident as a person. And, and I mean, you know, you might have been young and, you know, you hadn't put your confidence in God yet, so you weren't very smart. But anyway, <laughs> but we were talking about this and just from that moment, you can just realise how much actually life changes. Your focus becomes off yourself. Your focus is on, on the future. Your focus is on um, other people. So when we say um, not worried about 
what, not taking our joy from what people or whatever um, think of us, it's not that we disrespect people, but I find that when you actually take your focus off yourself, you start to actually focus more on others and actually naturally building other people up more because you're not so worried about how you look. And I just think that's real, that's real cool. And everything changes um, and becomes easier. So we need to shift our focus. We find our worth and put it onto God. And, and a big thing for me, um, the way that I can shift my focus off myself and onto God or off a situation onto God is, is obviously praise and worship and music. I just, I just love it. I get to do a little bit, but all my life I've just always listened to music and just, it's just actually, it's, it just changes that atmosphere around you and it's really good. And that's why it's so awesome that every Sunday morning we start with praise because we need to shake off that stuff that's holding on to us. So when we come into something that God has for us, we need to break that off with praise. Even though we're not feeling like it, even though we might've had a big week, we might be tired, it's so important that we actually just break that off and just step up and just start just enjoying what God has for us and just that praise. So uh, we need to shift our focus through praise and worship. And it's so important. Um, just while I'm talking about it, I just thought I'd take the opportunity. Uh, it's been a real privilege of mine to be part of the creative team. Uh, this year, and it's just been awesome to see everyone's hearts that's been for it. And, and there's actually a lot that goes on in the background. So wh- why don't we give the creative team a bit of a hand today? They do a lot of work. And what I love about it is, is being, you know, a bit of a smaller team, sometimes we can't all do the part that we want to do. Like maybe we might be a drummer or a guitarist, and that's what you love to do. And, and I mean, um, it's just been so easy working with the team because they've just done what's needed to be done on the Sunday. They've just taken part, it's, it's so obvious that it's not just, I'm, I'm getting up there to be a singer, I'm getting up there to be a drummer, it's, I'm getting up there to worship God, and it doesn't matter what part, what part we do, we're there to worship God, and I think it's just, it's the same in our situation and in our lives, you know, we, we might think we're going in this direction, but the only direction that works is when God's in control and He's got a plan for that, and when we hand it over to Him, so yeah, it's just such, it's a cool thought, you know, that big picture thing, and, and sometimes we need to do, uh, what's needed in situations as well. Like sometimes in life, you know, there might, we might need to help somebody, we might need to take part in something that maybe is not our forte, but we, we need to do it because, you know, it's important to build the house and that. But the good thing about that is, is God usually lets you know and gives you a few promptings so you can be confident in that as well. So yeah, we need, to, we need to set our focus on God and we need to let Him take control. Um, it's quite easy sometimes for us to, so want to take control of, of where we think our future's going, what we think God has for us. We actually sort of determine that ourselves, like trying to push in, trying to push in. And, and I've, I've just got an example that I had a, a while ago of, of God actually taking control of my life. So a few years back, I worked, or well, back when we lived in Westport, I worked up at the mines and I worked for this company. And it was all good. It was a good job. I loved it. Good pay, good everything. Anyway, that, that company got totally laid off from the mine. So the whole company basically got swallowed up, done. And we got redundancy, which was awesome. It was good payout. Uh, yeah. So, but I was I was blessed because I jumped straight into another job with another another company, Bathurst Resources, and I jumped straight into a job there, and um, that was good. And we did a well, parts of it went so good because we did a shift that was three, three, and three. So three days, three nights, three off, twelve-hour shifts, and. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty full on, but it was doable. And, and at the time, you know, serving in church and stuff, I still managed to be there most weeks. So sometimes I'd even come off night shift and go to church and serve on team and then go sleep for a couple of hours. But anyway, in the, um, a wee while later, I think that was nine months later, uh, they took night shift away. 
So we became six and three permanent days. And so this made it, as you can imagine, real hard to get weekends off. So I, didn't, I wasn't able to get to church and, and stuff like that. It really annoyed me because I wanted to be part of what was happening. And so I, so I sort of started praying, like, you know, God, like, like, why is this happening? Like, why have I not got a job that's working in with what, what you want? And anyway, so I started, I started pushing it. And anyway, this job came up, and it was perfect. It was Monday to Friday. It was what I liked doing. It was rehab work. So in the mind, you um, basically, once the area was mined, you put it back the way it was. So it was real cool. You could see what you'd done. It was awesome. And I thought, man, I ticked every box. So I was like into it. I was confident in the, um, in the interview. I thought I had it in the bag. I walked out pretty confident. Anyway, you can imagine what happened. I missed out on this job. And it was like perfect. So anyway, I thought like, what the heck? What the heck's going on? Anyway, a wee while later, um, our company uh, went actually changed again, and we actually went to five and two ourselves as, as Bathurst, and, and then that company that I applied for and didn't get the job, which was the perfect job, actually got shut down completely. So I would have ended up with no work, and the guys that worked there had to move away. So that was, for me, that was just such a big moment. Hopefully, you can understand what I'm saying. Um, I didn't talk too much, but, you know, because I was pushing it, trying to push for the situation, and God just put the handbrake on, so, you know, just wait for a bit, um, you know, trust me, and you'll be fine. And so I just had to take a step back and go, all right. So let God, um, let God shift your focus and through that we start building up the people around us. Because in the Bible it says the greatest of all is love and from love everything else flows into place, which is so true and so good. Uh, in Colossians, I'm gonna read from Colossians 3, uh, 15, it says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts since as members of one body you were called to peace and to be thankful. So well. All right, so we, got need, we need to shift our focus. And point two, we need to find the faith to pray. I don't know if anyone's ever had those moments when you're praying, or well, I have, and maybe I'm, I'm bad, but you have those moments where you're praying, you're like, oh God, take, like, use my life and I'll do anything for you. And then you're like, actually, that's a pretty big uh, offer. Um, God, uh, use, help me to use what I have uh, the best of my ability. Um, but like, which is also a good prayer, but sometimes we just tend to pull it back. You know, we, we haven't got that faith to really pray. Uh, sometimes uh, we think that our dreams or whatever our, our, we want to achieve is too big. And, and you know, do we, do we actually, we want that end result, but the work's just, you know, just someone else can do that. It's all good, you know. There's too much work involved. And, and I was just wondering, are, are we sometimes too future focused? Like we, we, we go, God, that's awesome what you have for me. And it's awesome what um, you want me to do, but mate, it's a, you know, the work in between is a bit of a bit of an issue. Is it the middle part that we're afraid of? And I, I love that, that song that we just sang earlier, you know, here again. It says, I'm not enough unless you come. Will you meet me here again? And, and it says that um, in the middle is where God meets us. And I think that's so true. I think that when, when we're in that time of push through, like, the end result's awesome, and the start's scary, the end result's awesome, but it's that time in the middle where the work's happening. You know, that's when we need to rely on God the most. That's when, um, you know, and that's when God comes through as well, when we, when we pray to Him and when we give it over, because that's the key. Um, when we pray those prayers, when we, when we hand, uh, when, when we pray those dreams, our dreams out to God, that's when we truly hand them over. So, I mean, when we're praying, we're handing them over to God. And sometimes we think, yeah, yeah, you might be saying, yeah, I do, I do hand everything over to God, but there's still that little bit inside of us that goes, uh, actually, if I hand it over to God, I can't go out and party 
I can't I can't go out and you know be with you know be someone different when I'm with the boys or, or whatever because when you when you hand it over to God you need to be 100 percent you need to be God I need you it's when it's when we have those times when when we're pushing ourselves that's when we need God the most and it, it doesn't it can be in anything like small things big things I'm sure you can point some out yourself right in this moment but we just need to push through it's so important that we do have faith to pray those prayers and hand it over to God because we're not we're not going to get anywhere otherwise and if you find yourself in the situation where you're feeling pressure like you want to hand a situation over to God but you're just feeling a bit of pushback I think that we truly need to take confidence from that because there's an enemy out there trying to stop you achieving what you have and if and if, if, if your dreams had nothing behind them, and if what you, you feel like you need to do, but maybe you don't have the, you're not brave enough to push through, there must be something behind them, because if there wasn't, the enemy would just be like, well, let them go. They'll make a mess of it themselves anyway. So, you know, there's definitely power behind that. So we really need to take confidence in every situation. Because, yeah, if there was no, if there was no threat, there'd be no struggle. Don't be, a hand, uh, don't be afraid to hand over what you have to God this morning. I was being a good Christian the other day, and I was actually uh, listening to a, a pastor preach. Um, I was listening to Stephen Furtick from um, Elevation. He's like, you're right there. He's like the best. He's awesome. He, he's not quite as good as Bart, but he'll get there one day. But anyway, he was, he was preaching on, like, I think the message was called, um, Can I Complain or something? And I was like, oh, this is interesting. So I listened to that. And basically the gist of it was that when he said that when we pray, we need to actually, first of all, lay all our complaints onto Jesus, how we're feeling, like whether we're, we're full of joy, whether we're just like doubting ourselves, fearing something, we just need to say it, speak it out like, God, I'm feeling frustrated right now. God, I'm angry at this person right now. God, I, I just, I feel like I'm stuck. And when you do that, that is when actually you release that and you hand it over to God and you can actually get on with your prayer and what you were praying about and what you were looking into. Like, I thought that was real good. I tried it and it was awesome. It actually worked, so you need to try that. You'd be, you might look crazy if you said it out loud, but who cares? It's all good. Because if we don't hand what we have over to God and we don't pray those prayers and we don't um, just restore that vision in us, we can uh, get, be at risk of becoming stuck where we are. We've got to keep moving. So that was, that's what brings me to uh, my next point. And my next point is, there's always a next level. There's always another step. There's always a next level. There's always something around the corner. Never stand stagnant. Never stop. Um, in 2 Corinthians uh, 5, uh, mainly 17, but I'll read through till 19. It says in 17, Therefore, anyone, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone. The new has come. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us ministry of reconciliation. That God has reconciled the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them, and that he has committed us to the message of reconciliation. And I take from that, like, no matter where you're at, no matter what we think we've done in our lives, no matter how we think we don't deserve God's grace and God's goodness and, and the next levels that God has for us. You know, in, in the scripture, I think that God just says it out like bluntly. It, you know, we've got to keep moving. It's all good. Like if we, as soon as we stop, as soon as we, we think, no, I, I don't deserve to go any further or this is a, how far I can go. We cap, cap our, our ceilings. Like that's, that's where we get stuck. I think we just need to keep stepping up, keep challenging ourselves, keep stepping out of our comfort zone. All good? Sometimes not the funnest thing to do, but, you know, we do it. I know, like, 
I, I haven't had heaps of experience in my life, but I know for myself uh, that this is true for me. I remember like the first time, just as an example, I got asked to like come up on stage. I got asked to play drums, and I was so scared. I was scared than I am now. Um, but you know, it was like it was crazy scared. But once I stepped out and I did it, I became used to it. I became comfortable with it. And then next minute, oh, what's the next step? Oh, I'm scared again. I'm, you start doing it. You become comfortable. You become, you know. And then and then before you know it, you've stepped up. You've stepped up. Like everything just becomes a stepping stone. And then what what happens then is you can take confidence in what's going to happen in the future because you think you see this big obstacle and you go, like, oh yeah, that's a big obstacle. But you think, well. That used to be a big obstacle. So this is, you know, I can get over this. I can get through this. Yeah, it's so good. You can take some serious encouragement from that. So, Yeah, keep stepping up, you know, because I, I, I sometimes think that if we, if we stop um, stepping up, you know, we can sometimes miss out what's coming around the corner, you know, because we, we stop ourselves. And, you know, it might, just, it might be miles away, but it might just be a couple of meters away. You know, God's got that breakthrough, that breakthrough in your life. God's got that you know, that thing that you've been waiting for, it's right there. And you, we just got to keep positive. We've got to just keep at it, eh? So good. Hey, I'm just going to ask the creative team to come up. We're getting through this real quick, but we're going to do something different. It's going to be awesome. So we've got to keep getting out of that comfort zone. Like for me, when, I, when I'm out of my comfort zone, it's like what I mentioned before. It, I, I need God. Because I know that if, if God's not with me, I can't achieve what I'm doing or what I want to achieve. And in that place, that's where you grow. Um, I saw, actually it was Caden, he's not here today. He, he posted a, a thing on Facebook. He said, if life's just got harder, congratulations, you've just got to the next level. And it's just so true. And we just got to keep growing. And, and there's that saying, oh, the bigger the battle, the stronger the warrior, the stronger the endurance. We've got to keep stepping up. We've got to keep stepping forward. And whether it's, whether it's, um, whether it's something in your life that you, you're struggling with, whether it's a challenge at work, whether it's, whether it's stepping up in your church life, whether it's talking to your neighbour, whether it's, you know, take confidence from God. Read those verses, you know, that next level. Don't go, no, nah, I can't do it. Do it. You might fail, but you might also step up. And you, from those failures, you become stronger. We need to pray this prayer, God, take me from where I've been to somewhere new. You know, we give up control. Long for that next level. Keep getting up. Don't lose heart. I'm going to read from um, Psalms 18, verse 5 to 12. Psalms 118, verse 5 to 12. It goes like this. Give thanks to the Lord for He is good. Oh no, sorry, verse 5. When hard pressed, I cried to the Lord. He brought me into a spacious place. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? The Lord is with me as my helper. I look in triumph on my enemies. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in, in men. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. All the nations surround me, but in the name of the Lord, I cut them down. They surround me on every side, but in the name of the Lord, I cut them down. I think that's so good. You know, the, na- the nations might not be surrounding you, but... The enemy might be surrounding you with things in your life and, and stopping what you're doing, but in the name of the Lord, we can cut them down. And there's just so much power in the name of Jesus. And yeah, I love that, that verse um, 
Verse five, when hard pressed, I cried to the Lord and He brought me into a spacious place. Come on, we can be confident that God's gonna give, bring us into a spacious place. And hopefully this morning we can find some breakthrough uh, for our lives for 2019. I mean, uh, situations you're in, anything that's stopping you, like God's bigger than all of that and we can take confidence in that. And this morning, yeah, we just need to step out. We need some breakthrough. Because I'm, I'm so confident that God can break through your own expiration, uh, expectations that you have on yourself. Like you might, might put a cap on your life, but God can see something way bigger. So as soon as we, we, we hand it over to God, He's just gonna start working, He's just gonna start moving. And if you feel like you, you need to step out this morning or go to the next level, or you just need, need some breakthrough in any part of your life, like the team, the team are gonna play, play a song this morning and um, we're gonna have an opportunity to respond to God. And I wasn't sure I was gonna do this, but I think as the team plays, if you need to take a physical step this morning, just, just come to the front. I know that I'll be there. Um, I, I need to take courage from this as well. So, um, and, then, and then after that, we'll pray together and it'll be awesome. And if today, if you don't know Jesus and you want to get to know him, there's gonna be an opportunity. And I just encourage you so much, like take that step because God's gonna break your expectations, take you to places that you never know you could go. So, so thank you team, we'll do that and then we'll pray. familiar shores into waters unexplored my one desire stirring here me deep is calling out to deep take me from where I've been into something new I'm giving up control I need a breakthrough All of my dreams and fears Are crashing into you You're waking up my hope I need a breakthrough Come breakthrough Your love so Conquers my defenses, opens the impossible. It's so amazing how you take the ashes and turn them into beauty. You are my brain.